Hello, Tamarindos. We're doing a, a very brief check-in with you guys and a little mini cast right now because we were reached out by one of our fans, Anna, who you're going to hear from. She's going to tell you what she does. And we wanted to do this quick interview because um, we know many of you are probably uh, as shocked as I am about the results of the election and maybe looking for ways to stay positive and ways to get involved. So I'm very excited that this is kind of a Latinas Who Lunch special because we, had, we just had lunch. We're here in downtown LA. There's construction and noises around us. So just imagine, it's a beautiful sunny day though. So at least there's that. And um, we're gonna hear from Anna. She's gonna tell us what she does and some messaging that she, or some positive messages that she has for all of you on ways that you can get involved today and not just dwell on the tragic loss that was uh, the last election. So Anna, what do you do? Hi, I'm a big fan. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Um, my name is Ana Castro. I work for Mi Familia Vota, a national Latino civic engagement organization. Um, we were working on the ground up until the last polls closed on election day. Um, after that, it's been definitely a series of conversations about what do we do now. Uh, we definitely understand um, and relate to the feelings that the community has. Um, the fear, the anxiety, the anger, and, you know, there have been demonstrations and marches pretty much every day since the election happened. Um, for us, though, one thing that we want to remind people is that our community has resilience in our DNA. Uh, in the history of this country and the not-so-long-ago history, we have seen Proposition 187 in California, and now, you know, for those that are in California, it's a hub of progressive uh, legislation that is inclusive to all members of our society. Uh, and, you know, there's also been SB 1070, the show, show me your papers law in Arizona um, that was defeated, um, you know, in part by the Supreme Court, but also by the amazing work done on the ground by organizers to ensure that our community knew their rights and defended them. Um, so we only have to look to those examples to know that right now, mass mobilization is happening to ensure that one, we protect our community, but two, we fight back. Um, we are not going to um, just let any of these unconstitutional proposals happen uh, without uh, you know, having a say in what's happening. So I wanna remind people there are ways to get involved right now. Uh, I think the first one is to make sure that if there is something that's, if this is something that is affecting a member of your community, um, if you have someone in your family that's DACA, um, is undocumented, look for information. Legal organizations right now are all over are offering um, consultations. Right now would be the time to find out, am I eligible for something um, that I didn't know about? Um, or can I have the phone number of an attorney in my pocket now, from now on, um, to know that if anything were to happen to me, I would be able to make that phone call. Um, and then another thing we want to remind people is that nothing has changed, nothing will change until January 20th, until the new administration comes into play. So if you see Facebook posts that are alerting you to changes, um, check twice because fake news is out there. Um, and so you want to make sure that you are, are sharing you know, accurate information. Um, the other thing is uh, right now there are organizations that are throwing in all their support 
to ensure that we plan for a successful transition into the new administration. Um, but we got, you know, the revolution has to be funded. So donate to local grassroots organizations. Uh, I can't tell you which ones because you should look around and see locally who are the folks that are making sure that things get done, that folks are getting their know your rights um, education, that folks are getting consultation free or low cost consultations with um, legal clinics. Um, I don't, you know, I, I could plug the ACLU, but I also think we need to help out our service providers. We need to help out our folks that are organizing in order to make sure that we hold our electeds accountable. Um, and so those are some of the things just to start, to, to stay involved. Um, tap in and tap out as necessary from your social media. Um, we wanna make sure that people um, know that there are mental health resources out there too, that this isn't a time to lose hope um, because there are folks out there that are absolutely willing to help. Um, so make sure that you take care of yourself because you can't be a good advocate if you don't put your health first. Uh, and also, again, resilience is a part of who we are. Um, for a lot of us that are kids of, of immigrants and for you know our folks that are immigrants themselves, we had to go through a lot. Uh, to be, our parents had to go through a lot to be in this country. We had a lot to go a lot to be in this country. We did not come over here um, to let someone take away our constitutional rights. Um, so we will fight. Uh, and this is something that, uh, you know, is going to take a lot of us. So make sure that we love and care for each other um, because we're going to be in it for the long haul. Thank you so much. You know, one other thing that we talked about at lunch is that there's definitely a lot to do for our, our community, but what can we do to be good allies to other communities today? Absolutely. I think one of the things that we have to recognize is that, first of all, the immigrant community is incredibly demographically diverse. Um, our black immigrants, um, there are a large growing South Asian community, um, and they all face unique uh, obstacles in order to once even stay uh, documented. I mean, one of the things that I want to share, it's like for black immigrants who are criminalized by the criminal justice system, they could have visas, they could have status, and then have it revoked because they are pulled over one too many times. They're charged, they have a drug charge. Um, so we need to recognize that all our struggles are connected. Our liberation is dependent on our brothers and sisters and our brothers and sisters suffering is our, should be of concern to us as well. Um, so being a good ally right now is being present and being aware that maybe right now the, the topic of the news isn't what's happening you know, with Latinos and immigrants, but it is the Muslim registry. And there isn't really a big difference from a Muslim registry than to the database right now that exists for documented students and that fear. So we need to stay connected to the movements of others and we need to stay connected um, as a community and show up for each other. Very cool. Thank you. And then one last question that I have for you. Um, what do you think about shows like Tamarindo and other podcasts? What can, what can we do? What is our role in this movement? I am so glad you asked because one of the big reasons that um, I'm a big fan of Tamarindo is that I think the politics are personal. The personal is culture. Um, and so Tamarindo podcasts um, that geared towards that that integration of like how our culture fits into how our, our politics are are absolutely key during this time to provide us with factual accurate information from a, from the Latino perspective um, particularly now at this point when we see that media itself is covering things and calling them things that we know are not accurate um, 
alt-right is a code word for white supremacist. Um, we need folks that are going to really tell us what's going on um, without without the the coded language. And that's why I have to give a big shout out to Tamarindo, big fan. Uh, donate, make sure that the that the program is supported um, because we're going to need more voices out there to really speak out to what is happening uh, what is happening around us and how it's affecting the Latino and immigrant community. Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, I really enjoyed our lunch and being able to do this little mini cast. And we, Luis and I, look forward to having you on the show sometime soon. So thank you. And thank you to the Tamarindo listeners for hearing this and share it. All right. Thanks. Cuando mi arrendador dijo que el alquiler podría ser más barato si fuéramos amigos con beneficios. Había oído hablar de acoso sexual en el lugar de trabajo, pero en mi casa. Eso es discriminación en la vivienda basada en el sexo. La gente de bienes raíces dijo que estaríamos más cómodos viviendo en un vecindario diferente con gente como nosotros. Por suerte conocíamos nuestros derechos. Es ilegal asustar a los posibles propietarios para que se alejen de ciertos vecindarios en función de raza o nacionalidad. Si usted cree que sufrió discriminación o tiene preguntas sobre sus derechos, comuníquese con Fair Housing Foundation, Fundación de Vivienda Justa, al 800-446-3247 o también en línea en fhfca.org. La vivienda justa es su derecho. Este es un anuncio de servicio público de Fair Housing Foundation y respaldado por el Departamento de Vivienda y Desarrollo Urbano HUD bajo la subvención de FIPPI, FPEI, 220099. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.